Hello, everyone, and welcome to Passion Fruits, a passion project for passionate people. I'm your cantaloupe kid. I've used kid a lot. <laughs> Adam. And across from me, we have... Watermelon Dan. Watermelon. Oh, we have a melon theme going on this week. <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> cantaloupe, the best melon. Um, Everything all right there? <laughs> I'm just adjusting the volumes on my headphones. Anyways, um... Today on Passion Fruits, yes, we are talking about stand-up comedy. What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> so, hey Adam, so, what's the deal so, with podcasts? So today they're like radio, you're but going, on the internet. You're going the to endure. Oh you're going to endure an hour of Daniel doing Seinfeld impressions. <laughs> Um, but yes, so uh, so yeah, so today we're talking about stand up comedy. But first of all, what what is a podcast, and what do we do on this podcast, Daniel? Well, the podcast is like radio, the internet radio. That, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. One that of is... my stand up jokes that I'll be doing on my Comedy Central special. Oh, you have a Comedy Central special yeah, already, it's called huh? called Somehow I Manage. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. Thanks. Title. I stole it from the office. <laughs> um, yeah, so what do we do on this podcast, Adam? Uh, so we talk about various subjects, things, and uh, about those subjects. We talk to people, and by people, primarily Daniel and I. <laughs> We're people. We are people. Well, kind of. <sighs> um, we talk about what takes someone from being a casual fan of that subject mm -hmm. to being a fanatic or being really passionate about that subject. So in the past, we've talked in our past, like million episodes, <laughs> Jesus. we've talked about, <laughs> oh, mountain biking, yeah. Metallica, yeah. and many, many hundreds of thousands of yeah. other subjects. Yeah, Welcome, welcome yeah. to episode five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we kind of like study how someone goes from a casual fan to a very passionate zealot. Yes, <laughs> a zealot. subject. Uh, when you say zealot, it makes me think of StarCraft. Oh, I never like, really played StarCraft. My life for ire. My Anyways. older brother did. Oh, that could be a podcast. Oh, we got to get you We invite him? <laughs> no, gotta, I get you into StarCraft. No. We're going to turn you into we gotta a 15-year-old. We got to get into brothers. <laughs> we're going to turn you into a 15-year-old Korean boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news. I already am. Whoa. That's weird because I am as well. Are we brothers? <laughs> oh, that's why we're talking about brothers today. <laughs> no, we're talking about stand up. Hey, Adam. Yes. I just flew in here and boy, are my arms tired. Wow. That's a. All right. Well, well hey, guess what? Um, what? My wife thinks I don't give her enough privacy. At least <laughs> that's you? what she said in her diary. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write jokes? <laughs> I'm reading jokes off the internet. <laughs> Wait, so you're just, this is like jokes.com? And this is a, an Instagram feed called Dad Jokes. I am starting a charity to teach short people maths. It's called Making the Little Things Count. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Two years ago, my doctor told me I was going <laughs> deaf. Go. I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, as you can see, our <laughs> You're in for a wild ride. Wild, wild, wild ride. Wild stand-up ride. But today... Some the, people do stand-up comedy sitting down. 
that <laughs> just that just blew my mind. I don't think that's possible. How would you? But what about people in wheelchairs? Hmm. Oh yeah, I'm not got going you there. there. <laughs> um, no, but today is a, it's a it's a slightly different format. Yeah, because yeah. I really like stand up comedy. I am what you would call passionate about stand up comedy. Whereas my good friend Daniel here is not does not share my passion for stand up comedy. <laughs> would that be accurate? That Daniel? would be accurate. Yeah, if we really want to get into it, I've um I've I've been to like a couple stand up shows. I think we talked about it a little bit last episode when we yeah. were prepping for this one. Uh-huh. Um been to a couple stand up shows, saw George Carlin, saw Donald Glover, saw Pete Holmes, and We I, saw Pete Holmes in college together. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, I own Jim Gaffigan's King Baby yep. special. I watched it. I was like, he loves bacon. <laughs> um, and Hot Pockets. And Hot Pockets. And so, yeah, it's what I can get into when we sure. start to talk about it, We can get into why I have a particular aversion to stand sure. It's dark. So, so for, first, it involves dogs. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> they bit me while I was performing stand-up. <laughs> Where were you performing stand-up? At the pound. At the, <laughs> at the SPCA. Um, so real quick, what we'll, what we'll go over, in case any yeah. of our viewers have you know, not been connected to the entertainment world. Yeah. Where have you been living? Well, clearly... They're living because they're listening to this podcast. Hopefully. Yeah, Hopefully no true. zombies. We don't want to want any zombie listeners. No zombie Get listeners. Get out of here. I want my brains for myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go back to your AMC show. Nah. <laughs> this episode is just saturated with bits. <laughs> We've been watching too much stand-up comedy. We we're just like... We're just like all those stand-up comedians. <laughs> all right. Let's get into right. it. So, so this is the Passion Fruitspedia yes. section. Yeah. So stand-up comedy. Uh, for, for What all is those. stand-up comedy? Well, stand-up comedy is it's a comic style in which a comedian. Wow, this is you know this is mind blowing. A comedian performs in front of a live audience, live studio audience, just like Home Improvement. Funny enough, I don't like Tim Allen's stand-up comedy. Yeah, when we when we were watching some some of the Netflix stand-up stuff, it showed up. Uh, he has, like, there's Tim Allen stand-up from the 90s. And yeah. I was just like, yeah. It's, he tries to be, like, a more down to not down to like a more every man's man, well, Jerry I think Seinfeld. Big, I think he's a big asshole. Well, that too, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> he's he's a, a wonderful misogynistic asshole. Yeah. Um, but usually the stand-up comedian speaks directly to the audience. The por- the performer is commonly no- commonly known as a comic stand up comic comedian stand up comedian <laughs> or simply a stand up weird <laughs> those those things don't make sense to me at all no let's can we look up the definition of comedian or oh, stand up uh, I'm just joking ha, stand up joke <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, you know to to further along our definition. In, the sta- in stand-up comedy, the comedian recites a grouping of humorous stories, jokes, <laughs> and one-liners, typically called a monologue. What if a stand-up comic was just like, time to tell you some humorous stories. Here are my one-liners. 
So that's a funny thing. Yes. Is there are comedians out there uh-huh. that actively break, I guess, the fourth wall Ooh. is what it's called. Like they, they critique themselves as they go through their set and that's part of their persona. They're, They're like, Thank you for laughing at that. You know, I've had I've been workshopping that joke for a long time. Ha ha ha. Just like Bob Burnham. Bo Burnham? <laughs> nope. Bob. <sighs> um did you know? When I had a funny joke. Oh, go, <laughs> Shit. go ahead. Now I forgot it. It'll did come you, back around. Did you know that some stand-up comedians also use props, music, or magic tricks to enhance their acts? With the um, list of stand-up comics that you wanted me to listen to per, to prepare for this episode, yeah. I was so thankful that you didn't list that fucking ventriloquist guy. <laughs> like, I think I would have ended the podcast... <laughs> <laughs> and like not have been your friend if you were it's, like it's because he, this is the fu- this wait, is the funniest guy out there. That guy is what uh, Jeff Dunham. Yes. Yeah. 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 No. I I liked his first special, and then all his jokes were the same. Yeah. After that, and racist. Yeah. Very racist. <laughs> um, stand-up comedy is often performed in corporate events. Well, I love that's the first thing that com- <laughs> yeah. comes up. Like, corporate first of all, events. standard comedy is known for being performed at corporate events. <laughs> How about that Facebook, huh? Oh, yeah. Take a book to the face. That's Chris Rock. <sighs> I think. Anyway, go ahead. Your, your volume isn't loud enough to be Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. Um, comedy clubs, bars, and pubs, nightclubs, neo-burlesques. <laughs> Interesting. Voulez-vous vous que j'avais soit? C'est soit? That's very. We have a temptress in the room with us. (laughs) It is me, Temptress Daniel. I'm here to seduce you with my womanly wiles. Take a look at my boobs. How do you like them? Oh, yes, they have nipples on them. Do you like nipples? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Why are you turning away? <laughs> Don't it's, be scared. Very, very oh, disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me smoke a cigarette. Wow. All right. <laughs> Bye, wow. Temptress wow. Daniel. Good <laughs> seeing you. Good riddance. <laughs> good boner. Um, oh. <laughs> Um, lastly, in the in this last part of the yes. definition, uh, standard comedians also perform at colleges and theaters. And outside live outside live performances, stand up is often distributed commercially via television, DVD, CD, and the internet. <laughs> the Funny, stand up comedy isn't distributed by Blu-ray though. I find that interesting. I Man, would imagine Wikipedia is just hasn't been updated. <laughs> Wikipedia is the First genesis of all, of all knowledge. Why is there a Wikipedia entry for stand-up comedy? There's a Wikipedia entry for everything. I know there will be one for us soon. Funniest dudes in the world. Yeah, <laughs> disgraced podcasters. No. <laughs> um, well. That was fascinating. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. Now you understand why Adam loves stand-up comedy. Yeah, that was a, yeah. Yep. Well, All thank right. you for that um, description of stand-up comedy and what it means to <laughs> Wikipedia and the person who created sure. the entry on Wikipedia. It was beautiful. But you know what time it is now? It is time for hot coffee. Yeah, well, 
Scalding God. scalding coffee. There was a on the beach. Did you ever play GTA San Andreas? Maybe. There yes. The if you played it on PC or something or PS2 or something, there was the hot coffee mod where you could see the characters having sex. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh yeah. Nothing like some 64 some polygon bit. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, it's time for story time. Story time. Pull up a mug. Hot cocoa. In the middle of the day, get some marshmallows, put them in your nose. In my in my nose. You could be a prop comic. <laughs> I I could not be a comic, despite think, how funny I am. I think we should try it. That would be that would be oh, the culmination. That would be so bad. That would be a live our first live show. It's just just doing <laughs> just stand up stand up. <laughs> hey everybody! <laughs> it's just you and I giggling back and forth the whole time. We would just be. We're going back and forth between me going, hey, everybody, <laughs> and you. Making, stuffing marshmallows up my nose, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I got my mug of cocoa. Sweet. Now it's time for a story. How yeah. did, so we've heard about stand-up. What is stand-up? Yeah. Jokes, 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 jokes. Jokes, Laughter. jokes, jokes. <laughs> Everyone loves to laugh. <laughs> Not, well, yeah, I would say everybody does. Except for sociopaths. Well, they don't listen to podcasts, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> man. Well. Yes. So, all right. So, Adam, you are the very passionate person about stand-up. That sentence didn't make any sense, but I'm still pushing forward. So, tell me how you got into stand-up comedy and magic tricks. Sure. <laughs> Whoa, magic tricks as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pick a card, any card. <laughs> Is it the Ace of Spades? No. Uh, it's the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just blew everyone's mind. Adam doesn't even have cards. <laughs> he just does that with no cards. That's how magical I am. Mm-hmm. No. So the the genesis of my interest in stand up in in the beginning. In the beginning. God created Adam. And then he created a microphone. And he created stand-up comedy. And then he created the Wikipedia entry for stand-up comedy. <laughs> Go ahead. How did you... In the beginning. In the genesis. So I think I've always... I clearly, I'm a very affable person, and I like to laugh. Yeah, and I, I like to be entertained. Yeah, I am entertained. <laughs> you do just go up to people and be like, "I like to laugh," <laughs> and then just walk by. Them. Exactly. <laughs> Say that to your Subway sandwich artist. <laughs> yeah, I like to laugh. Hello, <laughs> can I have that lettuce with that? Um. Yeah. So, I think the first. Not think. I'm pretty sure the first like hour long stand special yeah. I ever watched was yeah. Robin Williams live on Broadway. Nice. And actually it was a trip when I was with a friend and his family. They took us down to Disney World. Oh wow. And one evening we it was on HBO, so we watched oh, it. Oh my gosh. You, um, they let you watch HBO? Uh yeah. They were a pretty cool family. <laughs> and you're pretty cool. <laughs> very, very cool. <laughs> no, we saw we saw Robin Williams and I was like, oh sweet. Um is and, this that movie Flubber? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. I didn't real. I think before, because this was in fifth, sixth grade, something like that. Yeah. I don't think I'd realized that stand that Rob Williams was a stand-up comic gotcha. first and foremost. Yeah. Because I knew literally knew him from movies like Flubber, Flubber, and, and Jumanji, and the Aladdin. Right. He yeah. was the genie. He was. Um, and that 
I remember laughing so hard at Robin Williams live on Broadway huh. sketch. And actually, I'm going to play you one of my favorite clips Let's from listen that. In. Yeah, so uh, most people, uh, I don't know about most, but I will bet a lot of people are familiar with Robin Williams' golf sketch from that from that show, where Robin Williams describes how golf was created. Gotcha. So, all right. And how they can invent a sport like golf. He's referring to the Scottish. Idea for a fucking sport. I knock a ball in a gopher hole. Oh, you mean like pool? Fuck off, pool! Not with a straight stick, with a little fucked up stick. I whack a ball that goes in a gopher hole. Oh, you mean like croquet? Fuck croquet! I put the whole hundreds of yards away! Oh, fuck out of here! It's great fun Great thing. Oh, like a bowling thing. Fuck no! Not straight, I put shit in the way. Like trees and bushes and high glass so you can lose your fucking ball and go whacking away with a fucking tire iron. Whacking away and each time you miss you feel like you're gonna have a stroke. Fuck, that's what we'll call it. A stroke, because every time you miss you feel like you're gonna fucking die. Oh, great. Oh, and here's a bit of fun. Oh, fuck, this is brilliant. Right near the end, I'll put a flat piece with a little flag to give you fucking hope. <laughs> but then I'll put a pool and a sandbox to fuck with your ball again. Ah, you'll be there trashing your ass, jerking away in the sand. <laughs> oh, and you do this one time. Fuck no! Eighteen fucking times! So that clip, yes, that was I, very I, funny. I remember that clip for like obviously until now, but and I, I own the DVD from nice. that from that performance. But I think that clip, uh, Robin Williams is, is known to be kind of one of the godfathers of stand-up comedy for his right. for his impressions, right? Um, and that he wasn't doing necessarily doing an impression, but he was just freaking hilarious. And, and I, uh, it's something that we talked about last episode, but. Hour-long specials are constructed in a way where they where the story grows, mm-hmm. and I and we'll get into this later. But I think good stand-up comedians really create like a really good story arc, and like right. take their audience through different emotions and different levels of different types of comedy, different le- levels of comedy, different stroke structures. Anyways, right. Um. So that was like my first real stand-up special. Gotcha. Um. You know, I would I would catch stuff on late night shows like Letterman or Leno mm. uh, or Conan. Yeah, um, Conan has been, has been known to be like really, really. Um, uh, pro- he, he's known to promote like younger comics, so yeah. you can find a lot of like really good younger comics on his show. Mm. And then, obviously, one of the where I grew up, uh, blue collar comedy tour with Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable oh, Guy boy. and Ron <laughs> oh, White. <my> God. <laughs> the, the, that What's was like, the other dude's name? Is Jeff Foxworthy, Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy, and Bill Ingvall. Oh, right, Bill Ingvall. And I actually really like Bill Ingvall. Really? Yeah. Huh. They're they're all they're all. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> Hi. I'm going to talk about redneck stuff. Well, <sighs> no, I, man, I I can't, like, I, and I really haven't given Blue Collar Comedy Tour a fair chance, the, probably because there's, 
a stigma around it. Maybe? Uh, it's not even like a stigma. It's just like, is oh, it too low art for you? Yeah, pretty much. I'm a highbrow boy. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell, Adam's about to fight me <laughs> once I start making fun of blue collar comedy tour. All but right. like, I think the some one of the most iconic stand up bits is like, you might be a redneck. Yeah, if. I mean, it's it's I. What I was trying to say is they obviously. It's not my cup of tea, and right. I'm sure if I watched like a full blue collar comedy special, I would find stuff that was funny. Yeah, but it's and I, I mean I can't fault them. That's their yeah. job, and that's how they're making a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. just jealous that I haven't. <laughs> what could I do? Um, hey, welcome to the hair and neck collar comedy tour. <laughs> Anybody else got a hair and neck? Shave it. Shave. <laughs> this is just a promotion for like Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. You're you're the bit. You're the 15 second bit that comes on before every 30 second commercial. <laughs> yeah. Man, if I could, if I could um, figure out how to make my hairiness. I mean, it's already a superpower, but use it to make money somehow. Dollar you, Shave Club may be the way to go. That's true. All right, sorry. Go <laughs> Speaking of which, our sponsor for this week, Dollar, Dollar Shave, Shave Club. Club. <laughs> I hardly ever shave. Um, and but so like late night shows. I know, like just in spare time in college, I used to watch a lot more like stand up specials and stuff. And it's yeah. just something I've always been drawn to. Is is and I've definitely definitely become a little bit more discerning in my huh. comedic tastes. Uh, other comics that I really, really enjoy, and we'll, we'll go through we'll go through some of, some of them. But early comics that I watched with like Lewis Black, yeah, um, who is just this angry old man. Right. And he just his comedy is very observational, yeah. And instead of like making jokes or like bits out of it, then I mean, he just yells, and it's right. freaking hilarious. And then Dimitri Martin, who I'd say is very observational, but just is amazing at doing the play on words, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So different styles of comedy, but that that's really what pushed me into really enjoying stand-up comedy, um, seeking out good stand-up comics. And once again, becoming a more discerning consumer of stand-up comedy too, gotcha. because for better, or for worse, I am very picky. Right. Um, like the list of comics that I gave you is, is a, is a pretty comprehensive list of like comics. I'll actually listen to on a consistent basis. Gotcha. And, um, so yeah, do you usually watch like their specials or do you listen to them on like Spotify or. So a lot of times I will have to watch their, their spe like actually watch the specials because gotcha. standup comedy is one of those things where I, I've tried to listen to them on Spotify, like yeah. at work. Yeah. The prob one, one, the problem is I'm giggling all the time. Oh, right. And well, yeah, that would be. <laughs> and, and two, um, you're I, just sitting there. You're like, you said, what about rednecks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a redneck. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the, yeah, primarily watching the stand-up specials. I'll watch like long extended clips on YouTube or gotcha. something like that. Yeah. But I usually can't do like minute and a half clips of like one yeah. one or two bits. It's really annoying. Yeah, that would be kind of tough because it's like, like you were saying, like the whole arc of yeah. the show to just get like one where 
Jeff Foxworthy is talking about rednecks, and you're like, well, what was the context of the redneck? <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah, let's I'll, I'll play a quick Jeff Foxworthy right, clip. I'll stop making his, fun of Jeff Foxworthy. famous, you might be a redneck Oh, my clips. God. Yes. Uh, if you have a complete set of salad bowls and they all say cool whip on the side, you might be a redneck. If you take your dog for a walk and you both use the tree at the corner, you might be a redneck. If your wife says she's game and you shoot her, See? Comedy gold. Hilarious. So, <laughs> are they all up on stage? Like, um, all four redneck bros? Or was that was that him by himself? Or So, that was him by himself. Um, a lot of times, what they'll do is each of them will have, like, twenty minute a 20-minute set. Um, and they'll all, or 15 to 20. Yeah, more like 15 minutes. Gotcha. They'll come out. And then, so it'll be the four of them. That'll come out on stage individually, and then at the end, they'll all come out on stage together. And that's usually when Jeff does his. You might be uh, right next time. Yeah, they'll be sitting on and a then bench and they'll. Tater salad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tater salad, redneck. Gator. <laughs> Tater salad, redneck. I've become one hive mind. I don't know what. What's the Bill Ingvall bit? What here's, does he do? Here's your sign. Oh. Here's your sign, tater salad. <laughs> you might be a redneck. Get her done. I'm one Jeff and Fox Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy. Man, that's my full name. Wow, <laughs> that's uh, that's impressive. Adam's giving me a look like Jesus, <sighs> making fun of the blue collar comedy. This podcast. <laughs> Bye, Daniel. Well, yeah. thank you. That was funny. Yes. So, so that that is that that's. A little bit of the comedy that got me into stand-up comedy. But I would really like to hear from you, Daniel. Oh, good. So I'm gonna we're going to trade off the cup of hot coffee, to scalding coffee. Take the marshmallows out of your nose. Yep. Put them in my coffee. <laughs> and let <laughs> me you, drink them. There you go. <laughs> no, wait. No. Yeah, I have the coffee now. You have the co- <laughs> I have the coffee now. <laughs> I have the coffee now. <laughs> We okay, made that don't, joke in two episodes don't now. Let, don't ever take Adam's coffee. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, sorry. You wanted to hear from me. But yes. I, so we we clearly talk about how I got into stand-up comedy, but I would love to know your, I wouldn't say aversion to stand-up comedy, but you do not prefer stand-up comedy. Like if you sit down and like watch something and want to listen to something, but it is not your preferred method of entertainment. Or your preferred method of consuming comedy, right? Correct. I mean, yeah, clearly, yeah, yeah. You know, clearly they're funny TV clearly shows. I'm hilarious. And and you, I like you are very stuff. hilarious. I mean, is, is it because you feel insecure, Daniel? Like they're challenging your king no, of the it's comedy just like world? I'm, I'm like watching and I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> no, that's not it at all. I, I think it's just like comedy takes a lot of energy and... To me, like I love funny movies, I love funny TV shows, and those have like I'm able to escape more into those. And I know mm-hmm. that like stand-up comedy is entertaining, and yeah. there are some comics who do like kind of story arcs in their sure. shows. But to me, it's just like sitting down and just 
it's like, well, time to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're being forced to laugh. Right, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm not being forced. You aren't sitting next to me, like, holding up my cheeks and making, like, making me but laugh. But it's, it's the expectation. Like, your expectations are so, for the for the media type, it's like, oh, I want to laugh, so I'm going to watch stand-up comedy. Right. So it's like, if they're not funny, it's like, well, what what's the use of this kind of thing? Right, kind of. Um, and it, we can talk about, because one of the stand-up specials that you recommended to me to kind of get into stand-up, or at least try and get me more interested in, and I will say that, like, the stand-up, us doing this episode and the stand-up specials that you recommended to me, it's like the most... I've thought of stand up and watch stand up in my almost my entire life. Yeah. Like um so you first last episode you recommended Adam Sandler's um 100% fresh. 100% fresh make a Netflix special mm-hmm. which I thought was very good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um and then you recommended Bo Burnham's Make funny. It's actually make happy. Adam. Make happy. Oh, sorry. Oh make happy. Oh my god. Podcast police are coming after you. <sighs> We're not experts. <laughs> Bo Burnham, I'm so sorry. Come on, come on the podcast. So, 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 and then the third one you watched was Chris Rock's Tambourine. Right, correct? but so, like, you getting me thinking about um, stand-up comedy, like, so we had, Katie and I had heard about Ellen DeGeneres' stand-up. Yep. So I watched that, like, of my own free will, <laughs> and it was really funny, and I like Ellen yeah. a lot. Um and then we watched a, have you heard of Tig Notaro? Yes, she's phenomenal. Yeah, so we watched yeah. the documentary about her oh, cool. um, finding out her cancer diagnosis. And that was really funny and really touching. Yeah. Um, and it makes us want to watch, it made me want to watch her stuff. I think she has a Netflix special. Yeah, she does. She has a couple, I think. Gotcha. Actually. And Katie has been watching the Mrs. Maisel show yeah. on Amazon. So this week was chocked full of stand-up comedy <laughs> stuff. But so yeah, yeah. I'll uh, yeah yeah yeah. With there's a reason I picked all those specials for you to watch, and I'm actually really glad that you watched Ellen because I think that all four co- comedians that you watched are very different in their style. Oh yeah, totally. So like Ellen is very classic, kind of bit by bit. Yeah. Um. She she comes she ties it better. She ties it together a little bit better in the end. But it's very like I wouldn't say Jerry Seinfeld esque, but very I'd say like classic stand up comedy. Yeah, totally. Um. And. and then, then like Adam Sandler mm-hmm. is a little bit of a mix of that, but he integrates a lot of music right. into it. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually not a huge Adam Sandler fan, but gotcha. I thought that special was, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. And it was I a thought great, it was good. It was a great homage to his comedy career. Yeah. I really liked the um, Chris Farley song at the yeah. end. That was really awesome. It made yeah. me want to watch like Tommy Boy and yeah. uh, Chris Farley SNL stuff. Yeah. So, so what, what your, what was your impression of the Adam Sandler? Um, I really liked it. I thought it was funny. Sometimes the going, the going back and forth between music sometimes got to me. Yeah. I was just like, all right, another song. Um, and some of the bits landed, some of them didn't, but Adam Sandler is not known for his high bar comedy. No, I know. And (laughs) And I don't mind low brow comedy. Yeah. Um, I'll laugh at, I mean, 
if this podcast indicates anything, I'll laugh at dick <laughs> jokes all day. <laughs> but uh, I guess I, I enjoyed that a lot. What did you think? So taking Ellen and Tig and Adam Sandler going to watch going to watch Bo Burnham. Yes. Okay. What, did, what did you think? I'm very curious as to what you thought about that. So I found Bo Burnham very funny and I've known about Bo Burnham for a while. Yeah. Cause my, he's YouTube sensation. Yeah. I think, right. And my younger brother listens to listen to like all the songs. I don't know if he still does. Um, and I think he went to see Bo Burnham live. Okay. Um, did Bo Burnham come to William and Mary at one point? Maybe. Maybe after we left. He, I'm not yeah, sure. He may have done the college circuit. I'm not sure though. But Bo Burnham, and it may be just his style of comedy now, I don't know how it was at the beginning, but I found, there were parts that I found very funny. Part of it was exhausting. Yeah. Like the constant, like, it's almost like getting whiplash, him like going one bit and then being like, like the lights change and I can't even like talk. I can't even give an yeah. example cause he just talks so fast. He's right. like, well, that's not funny. Ha ha. It's just like, and yeah. there were some parts of that where I was like cracking up and really yeah. enjoyed it. There was also in that special, he was saying some really interesting things and really like affecting things. Yeah. And, but he wouldn't, he, and it was kind of watching him versus Chris rock. Uh-huh. Bo Burnham wouldn't, push that extra step to okay. actually say something. Yeah. Um, he would then just like, like do like a fun, like do the head turn of commenting on his own bit. So that that's, I would classify the Bo Burnham, the, the way that he shaped that special. It's very introspective and yeah. very reflective of how his comedy has evolved over the last 10 years or so. Gotcha. Um, and it's very, I think a lot of the, so, so here's why I like Bo Burnham is yeah. Bo Burnham has been very, I wouldn't say outspoken, but just very, um, conscious about how fame has affected him yeah. and how like the, the whole, the, the title of the special make happy instead of make funny, dang it. <laughs> uh, the title <laughs> okay, of the special Adam. make happy is very, very indicative of his feeling a little bit out of sorts because he knows his job is to bring people joy and bring right. people happiness when he's depressed. Right. And um, I, I got the sense of that. And there were some points where it was very obvious what he was saying about yeah. it. And I just, and not obviously every single piece of entertainment that I watch or listen to doesn't need to be like affecting and like right. really say something and really like move me to tears. Although oftentimes it does uh, just because I'm like that. But there were points where it's like, man, he's saying something really smart and it's funny too. And it's really affecting. But then he calls himself like a derogatory term for a homosexual man. Yeah. And it's just like, damn it. Like you were so close. And, and like, I'm like you saying like, that's the kind of, kind of the point of the special to comment on like how people have treated him. And yeah. it's interesting because he's like, a, a, the new a one of the first new age of stand-up comics because yeah. he started on YouTube yep and and it, that's like a whole new avenue for all these stand-up comics to get recognized I right. mean anyway so, so what about Chris Rock so I really liked Chris Rock I rock I watched that yeah 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 
<laughs> I watched that. That's one of my stand-up bits. Daniel falls asleep. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming out to Bye. the UCB. I would. Anyway, what? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> the UCB. Um, yeah, the UCB, the Upright Cats Bar. Um, it's very, it's a very exclusive bar. Yeah, only cats, only, only upright cats can get, can get into this only bar. Only cats without their front legs. No, <laughs> no get out of here, you four-legged cat. <laughs> um, so I really liked Chris Rock. Um, it was very. You mentioned it was like tamer than some, not tamer, but more toned down than some of his earlier stuff. I'd say reflective yeah. is a good way to describe that. Especially. And I noticed, I mean, because he talks about like his divorce, yep. his kids, um, and I really liked it. And I thought there were certain points where he was kind of saying some smart stuff and going that extra step of yeah. a little being a little more affecting yeah. than some other comics. Yeah, I mean, it's, and that's kind of maybe one of my issues kind of with stand-up could be related to like movies and tv shows okay like i mean they're specifically written and i mean stand up so what i'm trying to say is movies and tv comedy movies and tv shows are specifically written to like here's the joke here's the story here's the joke here's the joke here's the joke yep and like stand up you know you could have and obviously they're writing jokes and you could have 50 jokes in 30 minutes right and like half of them would land for me personally and that's kind of like my issue is like uh well this whole bit about jerking off a cow or something yeah wasn't like funny to me so i'm just like sitting there and like and and there's and there's nothing else to like it's not moving a story i can't watch like a car go by in the background or yeah something no no, i think that's 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 a fair point and yeah go ahead um but uh yeah, I I would completely agree. Now, I would let's take that, but let's take a little break. Okay, yeah, let's right. take a little break for, and hear from our sponsors. Oh yeah, hey, is Red Bull back as a sponsor this time? <laughs> no, I think it's um, what was that comedy that stand up comedian reality TV show? Last Comic Standing. It's back. Last Comic Standing ah, is back. Yes. Watch it <laughs> at watch it at three AM on ESPN twelve. <laughs> ESPN twelve. <laughs> they made it a sport. It's like uh guts and last comic standing <laughs> had a baby. You gotta get the aggro crag. But oh. you also gotta make people laugh while you're getting the aggro crag. <laughs> so all right, everybody. And after that, extreme drone racing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so sad that it exists. Right. And then we can watch people play Rocket League on TV. Woo! All right, we'll All be right. right back. Bye. All right, so we're back from our uh, corporate-sponsored break, <laughs> our, un- our union-mandated break. Right, yeah. We have to. We get uh, a year of a, break. A wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hello, hello Adam. Um, yeah, actually. Look how we aged 40 years <laughs> in, in a, a year. year. Hey, man, we live life to the fullest. But Go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of like my aversion to stand up, but or I, I, thought, I not not aversion, but thoughts like, on stand up. Yeah, why you haven't been as like involved in stand up? Why I'm not 
passionate about stand-up, whereas... There's that word again. Why I'm not a passion fruit about (laughs) stand-up, whereas I would call you a passion fruit about stand-up. For sure. (laughs) So... So as we go into our next little segment where it's like I heart stand up comedy. I heart radio. I heart Yeah, I heart radio is going <laughs> to sue heart the, the crap internet out of radio. Us. <laughs> um yeah. I I completely understand where you're coming from. Thank like, you. Like very God, impo- do you finally understand? <laughs> <laughs> no one else does. It's because I haven't been speaking English this entire time. <laughs> but the, uh, no, I, I, I'm very empathetic to that line of thinking because I, I will be the first to say there's a lot of really shitty stand-up comedy yeah. out there. I mean, like there's a lot of shitty movies and music yeah. and everything. Yeah. I think it's, I would, I would imagine it's a little bit harder to separate the wheat from the chaff yeah. with stand-up comedy until right. you like, until you get like 15 minutes into the special where you're like, wow, I'm not entertained at all. Right. Yeah. Um, where I think, you know, B and C rated movies are easier to spot, if you will, other than Sharknado 4, obviously. Well, yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah based on the title of a movie and kind of the production yeah. photos like and the backstage the f- passes like the that you got. Like the Furious, <laughs> backstage passes, whoa. <laughs> like the Fast and Furious, they're A-plus movies. A-plus. Uh-huh. This is actually just another Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. episode. Uh, I've had Too Fast, Too Furious, the ludicrous song stuck in my head all week. <laughs> that... Drop too fast, drop too furious. I'm too fast for y'all, babe. Wow. We'll auto-tune that. <laughs> <laughs> or we should just cut it out. Just entirely. call me the T-Pain of podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead. I like your top hat, by the way. <laughs> I was wondering why you were wearing that. The listeners can't see, but I'm tipping it at you, <laughs> m'lady. Oh. <laughs> T-Pain's actually just a nice guy <laughs> Tips Fedora Auto-tunes his voice uh, <laughs> Sorry, Says go. something misogynistic yeah. That bitch wouldn't give me sex <laughs> Oh boy um, But no, I, I think there's There are a lot of things I dislike About a lot of stand-up comedy Got um, it which is, which is why I would say I'm passionate about it because I really really appreciate good stand up comedy. So should this be called the uh, I I heart very specific stand up <laughs> yeah. comedians? Yes, I think that's fair. Yeah, cool. But I, you know, same thing with at the same time I respect I respect anyone who laughs from any stand up comedy. Ha, 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 so ha, ha, ha. similar to my views on music, like I don't judge people. I, I judge people little. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Daniel's just giggling. <laughs> well, you respect people who laugh. So I was just trying to <laughs> finally respect me. <laughs> no, All right, like, go ahead. Similar to music, like I try not to judge people too much on their music tastes because right. I, my view is that any music is it's there to make someone feel something. Yeah. And if it does that, then it's it's done its job. So yeah. whether or not you're into you know, Lamb of God, or you're into classical music, or into the latest K-pop track. Right. If it makes someone feel something, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Right. Yeah. I mean, all taste is subjective. Yeah. So it's like S- similar. Who thing gives for, a shit? Yes. Similar <laughs> thing for stand-up comedy, but there huh. there are things that make me passionate about certain stand-up comedians. So first and foremost is I think that um, having a stand-up special that is well constructed like a, a whole act that's well constructed right. 
and flows together really well, I think that's really important. It draws you in. So instead, so like the, in my opinion, the idea of a good stand stand up bit or stand up arc is one that you listen to and it's over before you know it. Got it. Like where it's like, where you're not sitting there being like, man, it's been like an hour. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, all those superhero movies that are two and a half hours long, but you watch them and they're amazing and they just feel like 30 minutes. Ha <laughs> ha. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Um, the second one is I don't understand. I Now, the Robin Williams one is a little bit of an exception, but I, yeah. I do think that I don't think it's required that people be incredibly crass and curse mm-hmm. to be funny because i found there are a lot of stand-up comedians that substitute foul language yeah with with being funny well and if, if it enhances a point and enhances a joke yes it's freaking hilarious right but at the same time like i don't necessarily need the f-bomb to be dropped Fuck no. Fuck that. <laughs> um, can I bring yeah. up a quick point? So sure. did, when we were in college, you saw Pete Holmes, right? Yeah. And there was like a stand-up comedy contest yeah. that our friend Mark yep. performed in. And he was really funny. Yeah. But he was also really funny because he was one of the few male comedians that wasn't talking about his dick and balls exactly. and masturbating. Yes. And it, that's just like... At, uh, um, it's kettle calling the the pot calling the kettle black because (laughs) just refer back to our mountain biking episode (laughs) but like male stand-up comedians easily just rely on like oh masturbation and penis jokes are funny yeah and that can just become old and that's what we saw in that stand-up comedy contest in college it's just like our friend mark was talking about waiting in line to go see a video, like get a video game. And that was hilarious. And then there was the guy who came on after him who talked about masturbating in his dorm room. And we were like, buddy, we all do it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to (laughs) describe it to us. Sorry. No, no. And I think that goes to my third point of, I like comedy that's original. So I like different viewpoints on things. I like for the, for the observations to be like really unique. Yeah. You know, I, that's why we joke about like, oh, how about those airline security lines? Everyone hates it. What's up with the food on airplane? Right. Blah, 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 blah. Or any anything that becomes remotely political. Not remote. Sorry. Not remotely political. <laughs> but anything about that. Well, like now to, airline jokes are pretty political with yeah, the government true. shut down. What? Am I right? Oh, man. <laughs> Ladies. But it, it ended last night. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It ended. Quote, unquote. Um, chemtrails and whatnot. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we'll get into that episode later. <laughs> but there, there's, there's something to be said for originality. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, yeah. and I think some of my favorite standard comedians notice and observe things and comment on things in an original way, but about original material. Right. Too. Yeah. Um, so I, I think stand-up comedy is an art form. Yeah. Personally, like yeah. spoken word poetry or music or what, what have Slam you. Slam poetry. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's damn poetry, right? <laughs> no, I think <laughs> you're supposed to be like, and then he died, and it was sad. <laughs> that's slam poetry. All right, sorry. But so one of my favorite comics yes. of all time is Mike Birbiglia, partially because his last name is so fun to say. Um, but actually, another friend of ours in college uh, first 
showed me Mike Birbiglia, Joe Hayes. Really? Yeah. Nice. Um, but this he was into stand up. This little bit is from one of Mike's very first specials. Gotcha. And cool. It's political. Oh actually, boy. Really funny. <laughs> Pizza is a great metaphor for America. You know, it started in Italy, and then we brought it over here, and then we made it better than the original, and then we invaded Iraq under false pretenses. It's got pepperoni and sausage, and I just love it, man. I just love pizza. It's like Italy and the rules. I'm not that political as a comedian. I don't know. Like, I feel like, uh, like whether you like him or not, like, Bush, like, seems like a fun guy. Like, he's the kind of guy you invite to the barbecue because you know he's going to start the wiffle ball game, you know? He's like, <laughs> he's like wiffle ball Tony. He's like, yeah, wiffle ball Tony's here. All right, it is so on. And then one day somebody's like, we're going to put Tony in charge of everything. And I'm like, we are? The burgers and the potato salad. I don't know if that's such a good idea. Because he's very competitive. He starts going to the neighbor's lawn, challenging them to wiffle ball games. He's like, I heard you bitches won't play wiffle ball. And they're like, we didn't say that. But he starts chucking hamburgers at him. We're like, Tony, what are you doing, man? He's like, they were going to chuck hamburgers at me. But then it turns out they don't even have hamburgers. It was unfortunate that the listeners couldn't see it, but Adam was acting out the entire <laughs> bit. I right may there. have heard that bit. I, uh, I could tell times beforehand. Well, that was very funny. So, <laughs> but so Mike Birbiglia. So actually, that stand-up special is not yeah. as indicative of his true style, but his hmm. subsequent, um, I think, Sleepwalk with Me and My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. Yeah. Thank God for jokes, and now his one, the new one. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend's boyfriend is one I have recommended to Daniel to watch. Yes. I think that is one of the ultimate comedy standard specials ever. Huh. Mike Birbiglia does a amazing job of basically telling a story. He's very reflective and introspective about his own life and making funny observations about his own life. Huh. But weaving that together within a story and that story, he comes back to the beginning at the very, at the very end. It's, it's yeah, I I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It really is fun, and he and he's just really funny, and he does it without being super crass. Huh. Um, nice. And what I one I thing don't I, like crass stuff. Yeah, Eve. <laughs> Gross. One, one thing I one thing I've noticed throughout his standard specials is that he reflects on different on his own life. Huh. So he goes through different uh, phases where so like Sleepwalk with Me was all about him um, falling in love and getting married. Mm. Um, which is something that he said, like at the beginning of the special, he said, he goes, I never want to get married. I don't understand the purpose of marriage. And like the very end he goes, you know, and then my wife, so-and-so. Yeah. Um, huh. So it's, it's this really interesting way. And he does the same thing with my girlfriend's boyfriends. He does the same thing with, um, uh, thank God for jokes. Yeah. Just very. And he, I think has a really good perspective on why comedy is so important for today's culture. So, I love Mike Rubiglia. Yeah. Um, John Mulaney, who uh, I don't think we'll play a clip from him, but he he's kind of your more, cl- I'd say, more classic stand-up, com- stand-up comic. Gotcha. Um, hilarious. Huh. 
absolutely hilarious. And yeah. his the special new new in town, which yeah. is on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, we're actually sponsored by Netflix. By we are <laughs> to, to today. Um, that Netflix is, and binge, baby. Yeah, Netflix and binge. <laughs> um, but uh, John Mulaney is one of my favorites. You know, there's a uh, a whole list of comedians that I recommend people to listen to, like Mike Kaplan. I was listening to yesterday, huh. and he has some of the best plays on words I've ever heard in my life. So I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. When you say you listened to him yesterday, yeah. can you just show me? Can describe what that looks like? Look, because to me, it's stand-up comedy is like sitting down in a club and watching a comic, or sitting down on my couch watching TV, sure. watching a comic. Can mm-hmm. just because that's probably my biggest thing is like, where do you listen to stand-up comedy? So I li- so uh, a lot of times I listen to it in the car. Gotcha. So like instead of listening to a podcast, um, I, I actually listened to Mike Kaplan at work yesterday. Gotcha. And then I had to stop because I was right. laughing so much. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I do it in the place of podcasts. I will do it. And a lot of times I'll just sit down and watch a special. Like instead gotcha. of watching an episode of The Office, I'll just sit down and watch a special. Got it. Um, Thank I, you for answering my question, Adam. You are a true cool dude um one of the one of the one of the bits i do want to play you is by a guy named eddie izzard but he um is this his shows is basically stream of conscious seemingly stream of conscious monologue from beginning to end but it's very well constructed and so he just kind of like mumbles to himself sometimes but just hilarious um this is from his special dress to kill and it's from like the late 90s but it's absolutely hilarious cool one second they set off from plymouth and landed in plymouth how lucky is that (laughs) this is plymouth we've just come from plymouth we've gone around the circle that's back on the bus they finally got there said, ah, this is where our God has brought us to. We can, we can practice our religion here. We can raise a family. There's nobody here. Excuse me. There's nobody here. <laughs> yes, a land empty of human existence. Who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> What's all this? Sorry, he'll, he's talking about the, uh, uh, the first people that came over to the United States. Got it. This, please. No, we don't want any of your food. Thank you very much. <laughs> Put some clothes up. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, that winter, excuse me, do you have any food? <laughs> I love all this, lovely. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, we're a bit brusque when we first arrived. We didn't realize you owned the entire country. <laughs> but you have no system of ownership. Hmm, interesting. Um, <laughs> Maybe that can come in useful later. Food, thank you very much. Very nice. Yes, there's more of us coming, but we all keep our promises. So the American government lied to the Native Americans for many, many years. And then President Clinton lied about a relationship. And everyone was surprised. A little night. Man, we've gotten so political today. I know. I didn't really mean it for it to, for it to come off that way. They're all very relevant to yes. this time period. Yeah, <laughs> very, very relevant, clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, Eddie Izzard is, is uh, he's very a very astute observer of a lot of like small human tics and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, like this bit's just called World History, and it's just him talking about how basically uh, uh, you're uh, – 
how Eurocentric our mindset is yeah. and how how that plays out in a comedic form huh. when like the British and the Spanish and the Portuguese kind of invade <laughs> or co- sorry, colonize the rest of the, right. the world. Right. Thank you. Gosh. Did me for it to become so political. Man, we're really getting into it today. I oh, hope yeah. We don't turn off our 12 billion listeners. <laughs> um, but I think so standard comedy for me. So like I said, uh, the art form itself is is really interesting. I think other things that have made me more passionate about it, a passionate about it lately is its kind of uh, pervasion through pop culture these days. So, yeah. um, like one of my favorite things to watch is the White House Correspondents Dinner, uh-huh. um, just because I think it's just kind of like pure. It's bits, right? Um, political bits, very very political bits. Um, but even then, like what we were talking about earlier with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yeah. Um, I think that's an Emmy award winning show. I yeah. Think. Um, Oscar award winning TV show. It was the first one. To do. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and then, uh, a show on HBO called Pete, Hol- uh, featuring Pete Holmes called crashing, uh-huh. which is actually, we're going to talk about later. Gotcha. But, uh, it really makes it drives a lot of respect for the work that a lot of stand-up comedians and the struggle that they go through to to get to the point where they are like all these stand-up comedians that we talk about you know starting in tiny little nightclubs making nothing right um and it once again it really makes there's a lot more it makes it very apparent that it's a lot more than just being funny yeah um like how well and how closely they hone their craft and hone their you know, they agonize over every pause, every single, right. um, every uh, every pronunciation of every word that they talk right. about. So it's all so planned. Yeah, like um, very purposeful. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what separates really good comedians from bad comedians. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's not easy, but I think it's easier to go out and just like have a list of jokes uh-huh. to talk about. I think yeah. it's a lot harder to really craft. Like, a, why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To fart, <laughs> <laughs> fart um, jokes, but yeah, and then, never get old. <laughs> I see it as an avenue for political political discourse. Yeah. I see it as uh, once. Again, I just think it's a it's an art form that's underappreciated. So that's I, that's why I'm passionate about. Got it. it. What was one like one crazy thing that you did, and you were like, oh shit, I'm a fanatic for stand up. Um, I it's it dawned on me more than a few years ago when I would like actively seek out stand-up specials. Huh. Like I would, you know, go through and listen to a stand-up special and then be like, Oh, I really like that. And like research who's who, uh, well, that's how like Mike Birbiglia came on, came yeah. along is, is, uh, and the associated acts is I just find acts and comedians that are similar to him. Gotcha. Um, uh, I think stand-up is really good. I think there is a, a wonderful fresh crop of female stand-up comedians coming along. Nice. Um, because once again, in the sense that it's used for political discourse, stand-up comedy is a great way to get a slightly political message out there without offending anyone. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Like it, it allows for political commentary or just commentary on society on it, on right. anything. Yeah. We've um, talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Without, without having, I don't know where I'm going with this. No, but, with, but it's like the court jester being able to say, look at the king. He's a dumb shit. Yes. But the 
Squire can't say that because off with his head. Yeah. And the jester can just whip his little dong out and be like, <laughs> look at the king. Look at the king. Oh, boy. But yeah, that's 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 why I'm passionate about it. That's how huh. I got into it. And that's that's why I think it's just really it's a it's an underappreciated art form. Um, Well, I think you've done a very good job of getting me more interested in stand up. We were talking over the break. For sure. Our year long break, how I don't, I'm definitely not passionate about stand up, mm-hmm. but you've gotten me interested enough that if you were to tell me of like, oh, this new special on Netflix is out, like you should watch it, like I would probably be like, okay, I'll watch it. Hooray. As opposed to like other times where, like three weeks ago, <laughs> you were like, <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. I do distinctly remember you saying, I'm dreading this episode a little bit because <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch that much stand up comedy. Well, <laughs> And that, that, and that, like, that's kind of, I'm, don't dread stand up comedy, but again, comedy can be exhausting. Yeah. And it's like an art form that you really have to invest in. Yeah. Of you just laughing. Like, time to laugh, man. (laughs) Let's tell jokes. Did you, can I tell a funny story about stand up? Sure. Did you see Donald Glover at William and Mary? No, I didn't. I can't believe I didn't. That's sad. Well, I saw him with Pete, our good friend Pete, and it was hilarious, and Donald Glover was really funny, and I love Donald Glover. Um, I really haven't watched much of his stand-up stuff, but I like all the stuff he does. Um, But one of the funniest moments of the night was it was put on by the school, and there were people from whatever the entertainment little club was that set it up, like running around, getting stuff ready. And the lights were on and everybody was sitting down and it was just in like a kind of a room. It wasn't in like an auditorium or anything. It was just in a room, like no stadium seating, just regular seating. And this, this black gentleman walks across the stage and people in the front row, like started clapping (laughs) like it was Donald Glover. And it was this William Mary student and Pete and I looked at each other and we were like, holy (laughs) shit. And then Donald Glover came out and like the dude like who walked across the stage was just like giving everybody the side eye like why are people clapping? It was an upsetting look into the life of a William and Mary student. <laughs> what? It's like all William and Mary students are sheltered. And act like they're super progressive when they aren't. Anyway, so that was one of my funnier stand up <laughs> stories talk. that isn't we... really related to stand up. <laughs> That's hilarious and um, sad. And, yeah, very sad. Anyway, well, thank you, Adam. This was a very great discussion about yeah. stand-up, and I'm really glad we did this. Me too. So I, I hope that everyone, and uh, for those who want more information on like my favorite stand-up artists, yeah, you, yeah, can, yeah. you can check out our uh, our social media feeds. And, yeah, uh, and we'll, I, put, we'll put recommendations in the show notes. We yeah, can do that. Absolutely. Um, but you know what time it is, speaking of recommendations. Oh, snap. Why do you always get to beatbox? Because I start. Recommendations. Yeah. (laughs) Recommending all the things. Recommending all the sings. Songs. (laughs) Yeah. Word to your mother. That was beautiful. Okay. I got through two lines this time. (laughs) And you figured out two words that actually rhyme. I'm clapping. Congratulations, Adam. Thank you. All right. So last week, 
Would you like to start or would I like to start? How about uh, you start? I've been talking for a long time. It's Thank you. Jesus. God, all it does is fucking talk. Um, so last week I recommend... Wait, am I talking about what I recommended to you or what you recommended to me? Either one. Okay, so last week... <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Last week you recommended to me the Adam Sandler special. Yep. 100% fresh thing on netflix and we kind of talked about it yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed it uh very funny yeah great stuff thank cool. you for the recommendation awesome. i lolled awesome. out loud awesome um and last week or last episode i recommended to you the rem album the second rem album reckoning yes i did listen to it yeah um a couple of times nice i i think i need to listen to more rem I I don't know if I'm super into REM. Like I remember, like I recall their popular songs. Yeah, but I think there was one on Reckoning that I really recognized. Yeah, that you Reckoning right. Reckoning. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, that album is like, I mean, it's their second album, so it's very early in their career. It's very chill rock. Hmm. I don't know. They were often described, we're going to have to do an R.E.M. episode at some point, um, but they were often described as like a party band, and maybe okay. you didn't get that sense from, I, for whatever, so, call it like a college party band. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, that is like a very, not like an outlier album, but their sound evolved so much from what you would hear on mainstream stuff. Like, okay. you probably wouldn't hear anything from maybe like one song from Reckoning on the radio but you really wouldn't hear anything because their later albums were so popular. Gotcha. Um, but I'm glad you listened to it. Uh, that's Good. probably one of my favorite albums of theirs. Okay. And I'll have to give it, give it another you whirl. You should, yeah. yeah. All right, so what is our recommendation tasks for this episode? Would you like to start or would sure. I like to start? I'll Go start. For it. So uh, two, and they were related oh to my the God. ones last week. Yes. Um, I do want you to watch My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. Okay. Uh, by Mike Birbiglia on Netflix. Got it. I, um, um, and I would also highly recommend checking out Pete Holmes' series Crashing, which is on HBO. Got it. Um, there, there. It's the third season just started, so I would I would watch the first season, obviously. But I think it does. I like Pete Holmes. Um, it's a little bit cring, like the the comedy is a little bit cringy, but it's all about how Pete Holmes is kind of trying to become a stand-up comic in new york gotcha cool i'll check it out yeah and for you and for me sir i'm trying to remember the album name no man i'm gonna recommend another musical band um so how much mastodon have you ever listened to uh a fair bit but nothing nothing that like stands out got it we're gonna have to listen we're gonna have to do some mastodon episode at some point um so I'm going to recommend that you listen to the latest full-length album from Mastodon called Emperor of Sand. It's a really great... It's definitely more mainstream than some of their other albums. They've gotten rid of like the 13-minute long songs that have different movements and stuff like that. I've listened to this album Should before. I recommend you something else then? No, but I haven't listened to it like... Gotcha. Give it a good close. listen. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a concept album. There's definitely a story, but it's... 
really a really phenomenal album. I was listening to it on the way over here. Cool. And boy, are my arms tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. So two or three great recommendations. Mike Birbiglia, Pete Holmes' new show, and Mastodon's Emperor of Sand. Hey, all you listeners out there, why don't you guys try these out too? Tweet at us. Let us know what you think about the... uh, recommendations that we give ourselves and you guys send your thoughts over to us oh yeah you can reach us at passion fruits podcast i got sorry i kind of threw up a brick (laughs) (laughs) passion you can reach us on instagram at passion fruits podcast on twitter at passion fruits podcast and again our email address at passion fruits podcast at gmail.com oh yeah all righty well, I need to end this on a uh, on a couple more jokes. Oh boy, if you will. So, uh, not to brag. All right, here I've been thinking of some jokes too. So we'll end on jokes from each other. Okay. All right. Not to brag, but I have this incredible talent in predicting what's inside a wrapped present. It's a gift. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. That's so good. <laughs> And uh, whoever lost their iPhone outside the bar, please stop ringing my new phone. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Theft. Hilarious. Um, Here's one joke that I'm I'm stealing from Harris Whittles. Okay. They always say that marijuana is a gateway drug. (laughs) (laughs) But really what it is is a gateway to eating all the Cheetos. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Get home safe, and uh, thanks for stopping by. Get home safe, (laughs) and have a good night. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by. Bye. Bye.